You are listening to the Think Brick Australia podcast. Think Brick Australia represents the clay, brick and paver manufacturers of Australia. Brick by Brick, our podcast will discuss technical information and architectural case studies with special guests. I'm your host, Elizabeth McIntyre, the CEO of Think Brick Australia. On today's podcast, we're talking about one of the most popular design features of bricks. It's that very difficult thing to do, which is making a modular product look very curved. And I'd like to welcome our special guest, James Liu, to discuss this, one of our members of our engineering team. Welcome, James. Thank you again for having me. Before we get into curved walls, a favourite topic of mine, we do ask our guests to talk about whether they've got another use for a brick that doesn't involve its intended purpose. Do you have such a thing? Sure. So we have a garden at the back of our house and we like to grow vegetables and fruits. And what I like to do with my spare bricks, I like to write down what the fruit or vegetable is on the brick and place it next to the plant. So then I know which one is which. Nice one. And I bet it doesn't impede the plant at all and it stays pretty solid. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Now, look, we're going to talk about curved walls. And when I was looking over the notes for this, it was taking me a little bit back to early maths. And in fact, I think what I'm discussing with my son at the moment, and if we think about sort of a circle, half of a circle is the diameter, and then half of the diameter is the radius. We're going to be referencing that a lot in this discussion. And I was just thinking of an easy way to illustrate this if We know people are doing other things sometimes when they're listening to our podcast. And the best way to talk about it would probably be the radius is that bit of the pizza slice. And really what we're talking today about the curved walls is the crust of the pizza. Is that a fair analogy, James? That is a very, very accurate analogy that I would use personally. (laughs) So, James, when we talk about overall design considerations, what do we need to think about when it comes to curved walls? So one of the main design considerations for a curved wall is determining how long your radius is, as this will determine the choice or orientation of brick. So for a radius that is less than two metres long, we typically like to use the brick as a header course. And just on that, a header course means that it's actually the end of the facing of the brick. So not the traditional side facing, it's either end of the brick. So it's a smaller facing. Is exactly, that, yeah. the smaller okay. facing. Uh-huh. Once we have, when we have a smaller radius, we tend to create a more defined or more sharper curve. Right. And that's what gives it a more defined curvature. Okay, because it is hard to achieve and I've seen plenty of curves that have not been done well. Then when we talk about walls with a radius of greater two metres, so we're looking at quite a large spans wall, what do we need to consider here? So for a wall with a radius of greater than two metres, we like to use a stretcher bond Mm -hmm. or stretcher course which is the traditional sort of brick orientation that you see in houses. And the wider side. And the wider side. Okay, perfect. So obviously, James, a lot depends on how the curvature wall is facing and what are the detailing considerations that we need to think about based on that? Sure. So firstly, you need to consider what type of curve you want the audience to see. Mm -hmm. So we have the outer face or the inner face. Now, the outer face is, like I said, that crust that you see on the pizza. And usually for the outer face, the mortar joint, which is the 
joints between the bricks typically is a lot more thicker than your traditional mortar joint thickness, which is 10 millimeters. So for an outer facing, we typically have a maximum of 17 millimeters. Right. And And so that's really nearly double the, the normal mortar joint. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And that typically stems from how the brick is laid. For a straight wall, the mortar joint is 10 millimeters, like I said. But when you're curving a wall, you're placing the brick at an angle where the mortar joint is going to be a lot more thicker on the outside yep. and a lot more thinner on the inside. So sort of a taper. Then what do we need to think about internal facing walls? So for internal facing, since the mortar joint is going to be a lot thinner, the minimum mortar joint thickness that we like to have is six millimeters. We don't like to go anything less than that, mainly because we want the brick units to bond with each other. But I mean, that's nearly half of a normal mortar joint at 10 millimeters. Exactly right. Okay. What else do we need to think about structurally when it comes to curved walls? So the first design consideration that we need to consider structurally would be if the radius produced by the curve is greater than or equal to twice the length of the arc or in the analogy case, the crust. If it is greater than twice the length of the arc, the wall should be designed as a straight wall. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it should be designed as a curved wall. Right. Secondly, the assessment of horizontal bending is typically not required for curved walls with a shorter radius. Right. And this is because the curvature itself provides an additional stability to the wall itself. Mm-hmm. Thirdly, we need to consider the magnitude of the wind pressure. So since the geometry of a curved wall is not the same as a straight wall, the wind actions will be different and it will act differently on a curved wall compared to a straight wall. Mm -hmm. So when we're determining the wind actions, the circular geometry of the wall has to be determined. Okay. And finally, this applies for all straight walls and curved walls. When we're designing for shear we need to determine the total lateral force that is acting at the critical bed joint, which is located at the base of the wall. And then what are some other um, considerations with regards to sort of movement joints and manufacturing that we also need to think about? These detailing requirements can be applied to both straight walls and curved walls. Mm -hmm. Like you mentioned, movement joints, they actually account for the gradual expansion of brick units over time. So Naturally, bricks are made of clay and clay inherently like to expand over time. We usually see that in hair products. People like to have big voluminous hairs and a lot of the content in those hair products is clay pretty much. And that is an inherent property of clay. So there are two locations where we can place these expansion joints. The first location is where the curved wall meets a straight wall. The second location is anywhere along the arc length. So usually for a very long curved wall, we like to put expansion joints every couple meters. This is mainly because we like to divide the curved wall up into separate panels. Yes. Finally, the bricks that we use for our curved wall have to come from the same shipment and mainly because we want to maintain or create a consistent curved wall. Okay, so James, let me just see whether I've got a few key points right in terms of curved walls. The first thing we've got to think about, and we are talking pizza here and it's making me hungry, (laughs) we've got to talk about the walls with a radius of less than two metres and that's really what we're talking about there is that the bricks would be laid with a header 
bond. And that means that the, the smaller part of the brick, the head or the tail of the brick is up the front. For those walls that have a radius greater than two metres, the normal stretch of bond, which is the base side of the brick, can be absolutely applied. We then talked about some of the design considerations with regards to mortar for both internal facing curved walls and external facing. And basically what we're doing for the external facing walls is we're nearly doubling the mortar to 17 millimetres. And then for the internal facings, we're almost cutting it in half to a minimum of six millimetres. And then we sort of talked a little bit, and this is where it could be better probably described graphically, (laughs) is about the radius of the curve being twice or greater than or equal to twice the length of the arc of the curved wall. And then we need to decide how you would assess that wall, whether it would be as a curved wall or just as a masonry wall. You talked around the assessment of horizontal bending because we've got that really condensed radius we don't need to worry about it as much as a normal wall we then talked about the magnitude of wind pressure and again that really relates to the circular geometry of the curved wall finally when we're designing for shear which is the stability of the wall it is important that the total lateral force must be resisted by the shear capacity provided by the bed joint And then the other thing that we talked about just very briefly towards the end was just where we put expansion joints for the clay brick walls, whether that be at the joint of a straight wall or whether that be throughout the length of the wall in the arc length. And I think we mentioned, but if we can get all the bricks in the same shipment, that it actually mean that we've got a real consistency in the look and feel of the bricks as well. I hope I've covered that, James. That's exactly right. Now, we did describe here a lot of things, as I previously mentioned, that could probably better be described graphically. Where can everyone go to find out some more information about curved walls? You can find out more information about curved walls through our curved wall fact sheet on our website. Like you said, that fact sheet visually represents what we've talked about today in a lot more greater detail, as well as giving you guys uh, a picture or diagram to base it off. Thanks, James. I love those fact sheets because they're just a double-sided A4 and they put everything that's very complex into some very simple illustrations. James, thanks for being on the podcast today and talking not only pizza, but curved walls. Thanks for having me, Elizabeth. I'm going to go grab the pizza now. (laughs) (laughs) If you have enjoyed this podcast, please follow rate and review our podcast we are always looking for new ways to think brick if you have an idea of what you'd like to hear about there's a link in our show notes to let us know